big rocks and all that sort of thing. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and uh, welcome to the latest thrilling feedback heavy edition of the Mick Wall podcast. Mick Wall and and my my honoured guest featuring featuring the one and only. Thank God for that, <laughs> John, <laughs> the Great Interrupter. Ooh. Yeah, that's carrying on, is it? That is. So okay. I'm just looking at the feedback yeah, looking, monitor here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look so great. Shall we, shall we? <laughs> okay, let's halt and, and just... We will, we'll just halt. Well, we've halted. And we've, re, we've regathered. We've, yes, that's one word. Yeah. Or, or as I like to put it, I've sat here staring at the screen with no comprehension People, people aren't interested in that. Let's get well, on with you'd the be surprised how much hate mail I get from these <laughs> techno people going, oh, you didn't it. put your balance surround and out, it only came out of one monitor. Yeah, or, that is annoying when it does that, though. I, well, see, I don't even listen to them, so it doesn't make no difference to me. Just send your money in. <laughs> we'll worry about what it sounds like. <laughs> or not, as yeah, the case not, may yeah, be. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, John, uh, we've picked out two highly charged subjects and i've forgotten what the first one was what was it not the not the news one the other one what did we say well we said that uh could do dead rock stars no no go on <laughs> what were we gonna do it was last week it was revealed that jimmy page your oh, yes. your, your friend right well that, so, I'm, so i'm surprised so, he didn't ring you about this okay but before you go on let, let's let's properly introduce it then i, I this is some, an idea that's never been used by anybody ever, particularly in America on a Saturday night, okay? And I'm going to call this Weekend Update, right. <laughs> which is a brand new original idea by, by John, actually. John came up with this. Any lawyers listening? <laughs> so we're going to do a kind of a roundup of rock news and rock-related news. Yes. Right, yes. so you go first, John. Go well, on. I... I... I read. I mean, we're talking about nine. You know, Live Aid took place. You will remember in the summer of 1985, which is coming up for 40 years ago. Well, let's see, 95, and, 2005, 2015. Yeah, 30, 36 years yeah, ago. Coming up for 40 <laughs> years ago, as I say, Jimmy Page has just realised that Phil Collins played the drums <laughs> for Led Zeppelin on that day. Well, Tony, not only Tony is he Thompson was there too, though. Tony not, a, not only has he just realised Phil Collins played the drums for Led Zeppelin on that day, he's realised that he didn't like it. <laughs> and that the reason the show was no good was because Phil Collins was on the drums. Yeah, and, and I support Jimmy in his assertion. His assessment of the Led Zeppelin performance. His 36-year retrospective light bulb going on a bit late assessment. Were, were, was it that, or was it? did he sort of think, oh, I know, that's the latest thing I'm going to remaster. <laughs> I'm going to remaster Led Zeppelin at Live Aid and put it out. Wow. I mean, how long did, it, did the show go on for? I know you were at it, weren't you? I, mean, I, I was standing at the side of the stage Ooh. watching. Uh, did, watching. They com- did they confuse you with Phil Collins? You both got those sort of faces. No, like when you did off. that video. Fuck off. Do you remember that video? 36 years ago, they might have confused me 36 years ago with John Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, a very young, both, both short ass, or a very young-looking David Coverdale. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. You really look like David Coverdale. I did That's back what then. I sort of often I, thought. I did back then. Yeah. P- people would say, "Hey, Dave. Oh, it's you, Mick." I go, "Hello, darling." <laughs> so let's set this up properly. In that case, mm. what 
Why were you sent to Philadelphia rather than Wembley? Because Live Aid took place in two venues for people that, that are too young it to did. remember. Well, your, were, your Hoy Polloi yeah. obviously went to Wembley, thinking that's where the action that's was. That's where it's at. But your cool cats, such as myself, yeah. goes without saying, really, uh, went to the American one at the JFK Stadium in Philadelphia. And the real reason I was there was because Sharon Osbourne flew me out to be there so I could write a story about Ozzy and Sabbath. Because these were the on. two big reformations on the day, weren't they, For in America? Absolutely. Well, in rock terms, in for rock sure. In rock terms, you had Black Sabbath reforming their original lineup, Yep. And then Led Zeppelin reforming yeah. as far as they could in yeah. their original lineup. Yeah. But you could tell the, the difference in significance and stature as far as the American audience was concerned. Because Sabbath came on stage at 10.30 in the morning uh, and Zeppelin came on stage at about 9 o'clock at night. Or let, let, at let's night again set this up a little tiny bit for people who don't remember or who are too young to remember. There are people like that. It, as I say, it's almost 40 years ago, Mick. Feels like and yesterday. It does feel like yesterday. But the idea was that it, it was one, it was probably the first big charity concert at which lots and lots of different bands played. And the well, I'm saying it probably was. It was the first. Bob Geldof's idea came off the back of the Band-Aid single. And there will be one concert in London. And don't forget, we are the world. Yeah, we are the children. We and the and we're the stars. <laughs> Who was that? That was the great Late, Ronnie James great Ronnie Dio. James Dio did Hear an Aid. Yeah. Hear now that was aid. a proper that was a day. fucking scene. If you get a chance to look that one up on YouTube, kids, yeah. look it up. Because yeah. that was a gathering of the yeah. of the Tribe. heavy metal stars. Yeah. So we'd had those singles and now came the concert. And the idea was that was as Wembley came to a climax, Philadelphia, five what was five hours different, six yeah. hours different, whatever, yeah. would just be starting. So you'd get this entire day of you know, there was an overlap, but you'd get this entire day of music that started at you know whatever it was 12 in london yeah midday and went, in london and then went on into the next night if you were in london and and also if you're in philadelphia i presume i remember at seven in the morning at the hotel because everybody was staying at the same hotel i think it was like the four seasons yeah everybody except bob dylan and a few of yeah. those you know well give us give us let us know who was on you were saying zeppelin and sabbath were divided quite a wonder who was on in philadelphia um, I don't fucking know. Who okay. Dylan, yeah, Bob Dylan, Dylan yeah, Ronnie Wood, yes, Jack Nicholson did was Tom, doing a bit was of comparing. Tom Petty, did Tom probably Petty do it? Springsteen must have done it. I'm not sure about him. Yeah. I don't know. Truthfully, I'll sure tell him. you for why. Because <clears throat> at seven in the morning in the hotel, we all gathered in one of the rooms uh, for Aussie. There were different rooms to watch. Tommy Vance through his It's Midday in London. Yeah, yeah, that's when it starts, <laughs> how it started, wasn't it? Yeah. And on yeah. came Status Quo. Yeah. Doing rocking all so over the, the world. So the whole thing, the whole of Live Aid began with Status Quo doing rocking all over the world. That's how you open a show. That's how you open it. That's how pick, you close a show as pick, well. If you're going to pick one band yeah. to open the biggest musical event there's at that point had ever been, yeah. you pick the Quo. You do, you yeah. do. In America, I don't know who they picked. Uh, some, you know, probably. I remember they had the Hooters <laughs> on the bill. I remember that. Are you sure you don't mean Hoot, Hootie and the Blowfish? No, no, this is long before Hootie and the oh, Blowfish. Because yeah, yeah, the Hooters apparently were a local Philadelphia band. And oh, they were, were they? And they were guaranteed to bring at least a thousand yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah. Because they were. Was it God's going to buy you a satellite? Was that their song? I, who fucking God's knows. gonna buy you a satellite. Do you remember that one? That was the Hooters. It rings it? a bell. Yeah. Rings a bell. As soon as I heard the name, I stopped listening. Yeah, he thought, you lost go, me at thought, Hooters. I'll just go to Hooters. It's better. But I, well, I thought we're going to Hooters. He said we're going to. They're well, like Hooters yeah, are on the bill. Never, I'm like, never, that's never mind status quo. Yeah. That's better. That's how you open a quo in England so, in America. Bring, a load of yeah. birds walking around in mini skirts with Hooters shirts. Yeah. Uh, serving, serving chicken wings. Absolutely. At seven in the That's morning. how you start a show. <laughs> so no, it's people like Billy Ocean and yeah, yeah, baby. Crosby, really hurts Crosby, Stills, and the other one that couldn't. I yeah, don't. But yeah, no probably, one was paying was a, any attention. Brian Adams was he in America? 
It was the first of the famine den. Xavier's mate, Brian. When I was there, that was Xavier's sister. Yeah, I think he gave something like that. I think that's how you put it at the time. But here's what I remember: I remember getting in. They had these vans shuttling artists from the hotel to the gig, and so me and Sabbath. We all get <laughs> me in. And me and Sa- literally no Sharon. Will you leave your phone? I'm going to look up who was at oh, in Philadelphia. Okay, well, me and Sabbath jump in the van, and we're literally about. To, and they're like, "Ooh, fucking, oh, we haven't rehearsed." I bet they hadn't rehearsed. No, they'd been rehearsing for three days, and Don Arden <laughs> sent a lawyer to hit them with a summons, suing them. <laughs> Because he, he wanted to take Don No one's getting any money. Legs do fucking break, my friend. You didn't have a oh, London that's accent. Fantastic. I don't know why I did that. You've got, you got to love that. So, um, listen, yeah. you're not listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. We get in the van, and the band are all like, oh, fucking up. Because none of them have ever been out of bed before three in the afternoon in those days. You but, know what? You know oh, what? fucking up. Oh, fuck me. And next thing, this, the 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 you know the door of a van goes to slide shut. Yeah. And just before it goes th- thung, it opens, opens again. again. And in jumps Martin Chambers, the drummer of the Pretenders. They were on the bill. Yeah. And um, and everybody's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Because <laughs> they've barely heard of the Pretenders. Of course they had. Drumming. And Martin, he's from like the West Country, right? And he gets in the van. And he's like, "Hello, fellow." You're you, a Black Sabbath. Uh, are you going like, to the stadium? Yeah, I'll yeah. let Troy yeah. with you. And they're like, oh, fucking hell. There's not much fucking room, mate. I'll be all right. I'll just jump in here. So he jumps in. Fufung. Everybody's going, oh, no. Yeah. You know. And they're going, who are you? And he's like, pretenders. And Ozzy's looking at me. I went, they're big. <laughs> Chrissy Hine. Oh, I don't fucking know who that is. I said, don't worry, he's okay. So we start driving off, and he's being all friendly, not understanding that Sabbath were the most miserable yeah, band there's, that no, there's ever no friendship. There's, there's no, no friendship in Black Sabbath. No happy band. No. And it's 10 in the morning yeah. for and, fuck's sake. And let's sake. put this in context. They've reformed with Aussie under public pressure. They've not done it because they want to. Well, three of them are hoping yeah. it's the big. It's a bit yeah. like it's a Tony bit like, the Cat Martin sat at home having a <laughs> pot noodle and a wank. You know, Dio's at home going, "What's going on here? What, what's what? going on here? It should be Wendy, 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 Wendy. Where am I on the bill? I'm on the. <laughs> so um, he should have been eighty-five. He was still huge in America. Yeah. But Why anyway, did they not pick Ronnie. I'm going to tell you the lineup in a minute, and it will flood okay. back to you. As soon as I finish my yeah, well, story, I, was, I don't know why they call do. you the great interrupt. That's what I was doing. So anyway, Ma- shut up. Martin Chambers is being all friendly, like, "Oh, so you're a Black Sabbath? Hey, going to be a great day, isn't it?" And they're just looking at him like, "Fuck you. off, mate, you wanker." Yeah. So after he's explained who he is five or six <laughs> times, and no well, one still listening. doesn't know who the pretenders are. There's this quiet, complete quiet, and then Giza says to Ozzy. I think Sharon had just had a baby or something. Yeah, she just had it. Must have been Jack, I guess. And uh, um, actually, quick sidebar to that: a few months before at the Rock in Rio festival, and Sharon was heavily pregnant. But Sharon was a big lady in those days, right? And we'd been there a whole week. I'm hanging out with Sharon and Ozzy. They were hilarious. Uh, I'm getting to know them pretty good. And um, she, uh, right on the last day. Someone says to her about her pregnancy, you know. And I went, oh, I didn't realise you were pregnant, Sharon. And she goes, about eight months. I was like, what I was thinking is... No, don't tell us what you were thinking. Well, you know what I was thinking. All you need to know, people, is whenever he... in subsequent podcasts talks about how Sharon Osbourne viciously cut him out of every deal (laughs) from that day on. So, because um, she doesn't hold a grudge, Sharon. God no. So um, anyway, we're in the Aussie Wood, except you can't remember what happened yesterday <laughs> yeah. or the day before. Um, so we're in the van and and silence. It's that awkward silence. And Giza says to Aussie, "Oh, were you there for the birth?" And Aussie goes, "Fucking hell, I had to be there." It was. He goes, "How was it? Fucking terror. It was like the fucking Exorcist. <laughs> this fucking thing coming out all in." 
blood and screaming. I nearly fucking fainted. So oh Martin Chambers is sort of listening to this with horror. Horror, yeah. Because he doesn't know if it's a joke or not, you know. And it's not. So then we get to the gig and listen to this. We get to the gig and as will you listen to I'm me? Listening. You're looking at your phone. I'm getting the lineup. My wife ready. and kids do that to me when I I'm talk. I'm getting the lineup. I can I see it. I don't give a fuck you. about the lineup. You, listen to me. You like it when you hear it. No, it, I won't. It will because it'll all come back to you because I'm going to tell you what songs Black Sabbath played as well. Oh, I'll see if I can remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go right, on. So, anyway, on, so on we get there. Yeah, here, here we go. We get there and. Um, so the, the van door slides open. I swear, Martin Chambers literally, he practically <laughs> dived through the window. He, you've never seen, a, at the Olympics, when they dive in the pool in the swimming, yeah. the 100 metres yes, foxtrot, whatever, whatever it is. It is yeah. You've never seen a man fucking dive through <laughs> air. So he literally, horizontally, about 100 yards from the Weeping. van. Yeah. Weeping. He was in the mood for Live Aid. He's now not in the no, mood for Live no. Aid. No, he's wondering what's happening. Yeah. So they all stumble out. You know, it's really sunny and, you know, in the morning. And, and this woman straight over, the, this news reporter with her microphone from, you know, <laughs> KNN 500. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Ozzy. Really chill, massive hair. Yeah, massive shoulder, shoulder pads. It's seven in the morning, but she's got full makeup. Of course. Yeah. Barely any skirt. Yeah, well, that's all right. And, um, yeah, but she's 49. In TV terms, that's yeah. what I mean. So she comes staying. So now I'm going to speak to Black Sabbath. Hey, Ozzy, so what have you got planned for the fans today on this great day? And I was going, oh, I don't know. I think we're going to do food, glorious food. <laughs> and she's like, you can tell yeah. she this. she's not yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, been interviewing yeah. people all morning and saying, yeah. well, we're just... And probably to. showing videos of the you starving, know, starving children. children. Children, yeah, yeah. yeah we it's a great day. We're all yeah. here. We're all here to, to support, the support the children. Support the yeah. children. Yeah. So, what are you going to do, Azzy? And he's like, oh, food glory. <laughs> Start singing. Food <laughs> glorious. Food. Eggs, bacon, tomatoes. And she is literally that this rictus of, you know, <laughs> nightmarish Fear. horror. Fear, yeah, she looks like Martin Chambers. She looks like Martin. <laughs> She's got. She started off. <laughs> she she looked like Joan Collins or someone. Yeah, you know, prime. Yeah, yeah. And she In now looks like. Prime. Yeah, she now looks like Martin Chambers. She literally dives into the bushes. Yeah. So off we go. And Geezer's got this Aston Villa scarf on, right? Because he's an Aston Villa football. Yeah. Those of you not listening in England. A, a once famous football team. <laughs> Quite big again in the early 80s, in fairness. Get it, it, this is in no way where Spinal Tap got the bit that Derek Small <laughs> supports Shrewsbury Town. <laughs> so I said to Geese, is, is that a Villa scarf? Yeah, well, they're playing today. So, no, I don't know if they were playing today. But he always wears it on a Saturday, wherever yeah. he is in the world. Right? <laughs> and I said, what's that? It looked a bit, you know, dirty. He goes, that's the blood of a blue... <laughs> Meaning oh, yeah, the blood fan. of because their local rivals are Birmingham yeah, who play yeah. in blue, yeah. and I uh, and I actually reported that in the story I wrote. And about a year later, I saw Geese and he goes, "Why did you write about <laughs> being the blood of a blue?" I said, "That's what you say." He goes, "Yeah, but you don't fucking put it in the <laughs> newspaper." I've got fucking Brummy fans trying to kill me. <laughs> oh, sorry, Geezer. Yeah, so back to Live Aid. So, um, go on, uh, let me guess what they played. Well, definitely well, they would have well, played you, Paranoid. Well, you, hang on, look, look. Let so, me just so say, first of all, the did they play Paranoid? So, first of all, the performers at 8.51am, <laughs> you had Bernard Watson. Who? Who, exactly. He performed All I Really Want to Do. I don't think we need the songs, because no. I've never heard of it. Then you had Joan Baez. Oh, yeah. I mean, the ultimate the protest. No, she did she do Diamonds and Rust? No, she didn't. Did. She did Amazing Grace and We Are the World. She didn't do She we are. did. We are the world. And then, you were absolutely right, it was your mates, the Hooters, came on. Then it was the Four Tops. Then it was Billy Ocean. And then at 9.55am came Black Sabbath. And let me guess what they did. Let me guess. Did yeah. they start with Children of the Grey? They did. They cheered up the starving <laughs> millions with Children of the Grey. Let me guess the next one. Let me guess the next one. Did. Children of the Grey. The last one would have been Paranoid. The last one was Paranoid. Because obviously yeah, that, every, that's oh, a we real should, charity we should say, song. Everyone got three songs. That was the idea at Life. Everyone got three songs. Right. Queen were the only people all day who worked out to do a medley. Right. Which sort of made them massively famous again. I think I think Adam Ant did one song oh, did, oh, before right. being hooked <laughs> off. He did his new single. What a twag! <laughs> and here's my new single. 
yeah cheers mate <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 um so they would have done children of the grave ended with paranoia did they do war peaks? no they should have done. they did iron man <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, right? It's eight fifty. It's nine fifty-five in the morning in Philadelphia. Did they do after Paranoid? Did they do a quick chorus of food, glorious yeah, they, food? It doesn't say that they did, but they might have done. They were off stage by ten twelve, and back at the hotel so by ten thirty, drinking they didn't beer. Do a very long version of Iron Man. Because they were on from 9.55 to 10.12. Well, that's sort 17 of minutes. Yeah, we sort of suggest they could... Well, it's five minutes a song. Paranoid's only two minutes. Yeah, maybe. I suppose Paranoid's only a couple of minutes. Yeah. I am Iron Man. This was from the starving children. It's exactly what Bob Geldof had in mind. Scream for me. Let's go crazy. Let's go crazy. So that was marvellous. And then after after them, you had Run DMC. But then, this is who you want and things like that. Rick Springfield. He he did just the perfect bloke. Jesse's girl. Yeah. Got everyone going. Ario Speedwagon. Crosby, Stills and Nash and then massive heavy metal bands you haven't mentioned yet who were also there on the day also from the Midlands Judas Priest the Priest were there so the Priest were higher the priest, on the bill the than the original Sabbath the Priest were higher on the bill 1129 yeah and what and songs did they do? Did they do, let me guess did they do Screaming for Vengeance? <laughs> they should have done <laughs> they should have done they didn't they just kept it simple Living After Midnight Green Man Alishi, you got another thing coming. Off oh, we go. I do like you've got another thing. Yeah, I said, well, that was probably probably in '85. That was probably their big hit at the time. Yeah. Probably that that was you got another thing coming. <laughs> Brilliantly used in um, Californication. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, great. Yeah. I love that track. So anyway, Zeppelin. Let me tell you my well, Zeppelin. Well, let's story. get up to Zeppelin. Let's oh, get up to Zeppelin. Fuck. Just with so the rest of the band. This is not about Live Aid, is Just it? We're going to do London after this. Then, but no, then it was Brian Adams. You see, your memory is coming oh, yeah. back. To it. it was yeah. Brian Adams. Oh, then yeah. it was the Beach Boys. Yeah. All right, stop now. Stop. Yeah. We're getting flashback. Let me. Let's cut but, straight to Led but Zeppelin. No, but Martin Chambers came on at fourteen forty-one with the Pretenders. They were like well up the bill. Well up the bill. Well, they were having hits in those days, right? Yeah, they, they were. But, no but one bloody can hell! Remember. And here you go. Then you're getting to the the evening session, and that was when Zeppelin came on. But here's the thing: just to cue you up with Zeppelin, the big gimmick with Live Aid was that Phil Collins, who was probably in 1985 the biggest star in the world, probably. He was right in the middle of his like face value. He was big. He I mean, he the was big. But in he the was world. Well, okay, but he was having hits in America as well as in the UK. Bigger than Maiden. <laughs> he might have been slightly Why bigger. Maiden on the bill? Than I, well, I don't know. Geldof chose the building. Power slave. Who, wasn't it? Um, what was that, what was that promoter? America. Harvey Goldsmith, wasn't it? He was the Over one that here. put it on. I don't know about America. I don't know about America, yeah. But, but the idea was that Phil Collins would appear in London and then he would get on Concord. Enormous excitement. Yeah, get on Concord, followed by a film crew, and yeah. arrive in New York and be card what a courier to Philadelphia however he got to Philadelphia I don't think Concord went to Philadelphia, to Philadelphia no because he went on Concord that was the only way he was going to get oh, there in time I wasn't see. it you know so and helicoptered you met helicopter coptered in he coptered in yeah and so you had in the evening session you had <laughs> Eric Clapton then Phil Collins did a solo set fuck me really then he went on stage with Led Zeppelin oh you mean he did Clapton and London, and then came. No, to no, no. Me. Clapton was in America. Did, were you watching? Were you? There? No, Clapton, no. Was Clapton like, was on just before Led Zeppelin. I tell you what happened between Sabbath coming on and Zeppelin. Me and Ozzy went back to the hotel and started <laughs> drinking. Okay, and uh, actually, no, it was what me did that Oz, was drinking. What, what did Ozzy? Th- what did Ozzy think of the show? Uh, I don't fucking know what's going on. Some fucking kids <laughs> in the dirt. You know, we'll do all this shit and fuck all will change. Mm. In fact, he made some good points. He was saying, you know, if we really wanted to help these people, um, you know, where are the big corporations? Yeah. Where's yeah. Coca-Cola? Where's McDonald's? Yeah. I was going to say Microsoft. I don't know if they were a big corporation back then. On their way, I guess. But he was just making the point, you know, a bunch of fucking Egypt rock stars. 
Who, yeah. Really, what difference is this going to make other than the, the careers of the rock stars and raising awareness? But Zepp, so me and Ozzy were boozing. I was boozing, actually. I think he might have been on the wagon. I remember he said to me, you, you're hitting it pretty fucking hard. Yeah. After I got down my seventh. Because yeah. it's still only like you know, 10.30 at this <laughs> point. <laughs> so then we go, it's like, shall we go back? Oh, okay. <laughs> so get in the fucking van. So did Ozzy go back as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah me, yeah. Ozzy and Giza, right? right? So we go back and uh, we're wandering around. Oh, look, there's Jack Nicholson. The geezer's still got his villa scarf on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a Saturday. You don't take that <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah. Um, and here's like uh, Don Johnson from Miami Vice yeah, yeah. and a few other suspects. It really wasn't... And, and no one was paying any attention to the people on stage, right? Um, and then just before Zeppelin went on, me because, you know, th- these places, there's VIP, then there's VVIP, VVVVV. And we're in the VVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVVV
They've got no songs. Well, he hasn't, has he? Name I one. don't know. I don't Name know. One. Okay, well, there I've you go. I've never heard his song. Okay, so anyway, someone well, no, I have, says... I have someone I had to go says, to a little place in Carnaby Street and interview. Oh, God, he was boring. Yeah. Oh, oh droning on about his guitar or something. Yeah. No one wants to hear that, No one mate. wants to hear that. Play your fucking, your fucking guitar. Don't oh, bore I bought us, it off. Get to the I, like, I bought it off, you know, Eric Clapton or something. Oh Ugh. God, that makes it even. Doesn't, that doesn't make it better. Gary Snore. Yeah. Even Gary Snore had at least one. <laughs> fight. He had. Uh, I remember Paris yeah. in '49. Yeah, '49. <laughs> A classic. Now, if he said I bought it off, you know, uh, Richie Blackmore or someone good, you go, yeah, that's yeah, all right. I don't yeah. think he's heard well, of Eric Richie Blackmore. Blackmore. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so back to me. Uh, <laughs> what were we saying? Oh, yeah. Just, you, so, you, you, oh, yeah. So you, someone mentioned, so someone goes, So you're at lunch with Rush, Stephen Wilson. Rush, right. Now, Some, Steve, well, someone gets it. It must have been either you or Stephen Wilson. No, there was two other people there. Oh, he's never revealed that. He's never revealed that before. Publishers so and agents. So you're not just mates who go for lunch together. Yeah. This is an organised thing. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, it is. No, it is. no, it is. no. It is. no, no, it no, is. no, 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 no. So anyway, someone goes Rush. And even Stephen, who likes Rush, was like, like Rush. they haven't got... No, we don't. Stephen goes, they definitely don't even have one song. Oh, they do. Go That's on then, name it. Tom Sawyer. How does it go? I've never heard Tom it. Sawyer is so famous, it's in South Park. South Park did a whole skit about Tom never Sawyer. Never heard it. I don't... Okay, what, subdivisions? Tom Sawyer. Come on, Xanadu, to seek the sacred river out, so if to walk these caves of ice, street right now to break my fast on honeydew. He's not going to talk about a book, he's going to talk about Rush. Modern day warrior, mean, mean stride, today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. Da, 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 da. First track on moving pictures, come on man, get with the programme. I've never listened to that rubbish. See, oh, I liked Led Zeppelin, therefore I didn't need Rush. Right. Because Rush built a whole career on like one Led Zeppelin. <laughs> they did song. sound a bit like Led Zeppelin for many albums, yeah. yeah but not career. by the time they did Tom Sawyer. In fairness, Tom by the time they went sci-fi. By the time they went sci-fi, Tom Sawyer. Well, how did the chorus go? Tom Sawyer. He's the, I'll tell you how great. The went, Though his mind is not for rent to <laughs> any god or government. Riding out me. the day's defence, the river. Da, 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 da. Well, you must have heard Was that folk rock? Were they wearing tricorn it's hats? Not, it's got a massive riff. It's got a Sabbath-style riff. Yeah, see, I was into Sabbath, oh. so I didn't need Rush. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, so that yeah. whole digression was so you could say to Stephen... So even Stephen Wilson says... Let's see what Stephen Wilson says when he's asked to remaster moving pictures. He probably already has. He probably go. He likes Rush. Yeah. No, he likes Rush. So what's wrong with him? If he if he liked Rush, no one if he knows liked, what Tom Sawyer If he is. liked Rush, he would Anybody have said Tom Sawyer. Anybody listening to this right now, tweet me. Yeah, do please and, do, and John, please do. This will become this John. will become a massive conspiracy. You'll find John at John. Ho- oh no, sorry, not at, at the old batsman. <laughs> yeah, he's easy to find. Mine yeah. is a little trickier, you know, Mick Wall. But, yeah. you know, have a go. So anybody's ever heard of Tom fucking Sawyer? Were Rush at Live Aid? No. No, they weren't. Point proven. Checkmate. But you said Iron Maiden weren't at Live Aid, and Iron Maiden your favourite band ever, you told yeah, me. Yeah, but they've got more than one song, haven't they? What would Iron Maidens be? The night was black and it was cold. That is a good one. And and don't forget their classic number one single. Bring your daughter, bring your daughter to the slaughter. See, not it's fucking Tom, Tom. Tom Sawyer. Who writes a fucking song called Tom Neil Sawyer? Peart. Neil oh, Peart. Tom was great. That's not how it goes. 
And it was a, if you know the Moving Pictures album, you'll know it was immediately followed by no Red Barchetta. No one the fucking Moving Their Pictures album. Their most famous album. It sold millions. Do you know, the only people millions. I've ever met who like Rush, they're all about 50. Yeah. yeah. And they missed out so, on oh, like, like, like the people who The people who like Iron Maiden aren't 50 at all. No, they're they? more like 15, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> No, every there fucking no album, there's new year old. 15 year olds no, coming on. That's just what Rod Smallwood tells you. No, That's okay. not the truth. Right, any 15 year olds yeah, listening this. to this <laughs> that love the maiden, tweet. Don't look for John yeah, Otten because you were yeah, the old keep, fucking. Keep bachelor. away from me. That's mm. all I've got to say. That's right. Yeah. Tom Sawyer. Keep so, away um, from me on Twitter. Now, quickly, let's move on to. Well, you led up in. So, Phil Collins. Right, listen. No, 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 no. I was telling my fucking story. They're all getting out the. Yeah, truck, so listen, listen. Here comes Jimmy. Yeah. All, not in the suit. Dragon no, suit. But all kind of like twitchy and, you know. Why, can, why, why do you think he would have been twitchy? <laughs> I, I doubt drugs had anything no, to do with no it. No idea why no. in the mid-80s God, no. a rock star no, might have been in a, in, a, in a porter cabin and come out looking twitchy. Yeah. So Jimmy comes yeah. out as if it's still... Because ni- in Jimmy's head, everything is still 1973. If he's ever mm. going to a stage, it's because it's especially, 1973. Especially if it's like he's back in a stadium. Yeah, because that's the second that's, home to him, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, So here comes Jimmy. Then next out, Robert Plant, yeah. looking... Like a million dollars, like yeah. so healthy, yeah. But because he's been, he spent a couple of years in the desert getting fit, hasn't he? You know, and doing and having his other boof stuff. On, yeah. Boof. yeah, I'm he's going, not, wa- that, he's I'm not going, wasted his time going, in a trailer. Is that David Bowie? No, no, yeah. it's Robert Plant, yeah, silly the, me, yeah. followed by JP John Paul Jones, yeah. who's lucky and to every, be not invited. He, even by 1985, everyone's forgotten what he looks he like. He wasn't invited. He just turned up. <laughs> turned up he literally speech. just turned up. Yeah. Um, not, Jimmy, is Jimmy in there? Yeah. yeah. Tell him to go away. Yeah. Yeah. It's John Paul. Yeah. John Paul who? Yeah. <laughs> Talk to the armed guard. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so now comes JPJ. And, and at the, right at the back, Tony Thompson. Tony Thompson. And um, who was the drummer in the Power Station? Was he? Chic and the Power Chic Station. And the Power Station had just played, so he was around. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, listen. Out they come, and Ozzy goes, "Oi, Robert, you big fucking poof!" <laughs> and Jimmy's head sort of for, for younger listeners, that was the sort of language that was used back in the mid eighties. Wouldn't be used still now. is in this house. No Tom Sawyers in this house, but a lot of poofs, okay? So, uh, that's obviously talking, not me. So, um, so Jimmy's like, he sort of swivels, like, what is this? Like a spider in the middle of a web, some dimensional being has twanged his antennae, you know. And Robert turns, like, who's calling me a big fucking poof? You know, and he looks, he goes, he goes, Ozzy! <laughs> They're both from the Midlands. And then he yeah. goes, and Plant goes, a geezer! <laughs> and he literally run, breaks breaks formation yeah. and comes over and hugs them and he hugs them and all this. And always going, Yes, Mick. And Robert goes, Mick! Mm. And going, You don't know me, yeah. that's okay. You know. But one day I'll write a fucking book about you, yeah. pal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you come out good. Yeah, you come out good in Good, my book, yeah. good, because you are you good. You come out real good. You and me, Robert. Yeah. So um, I said, Hey, hey. Robert, so the way you move, you made sort of pistol gesture or something <laughs> cool. You did something cool. I did very cool. So yeah. Robert runs back, yeah, and they're kind of like, mm. "Oh, he's why has he done that? We don't look so cool now." Mm. So anyway, we just li- and Robert goes, "You coming up to Aussie and Giza?" And they're like, "Yeah, bring me." Aussie Oz- hadn't planned to. <laughs> no, but, but like, now he's thinking yeah. I better. Because oh, like, oh, mm. Giza once told me that Paranoid was entirely based on communication breakdown. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Finish with my woman. Giza told me they used to lie on their backs in the rehearsal room smoking dope, listening to the first Led Zeppelin album. And he said when they did Paranoid, he was like, we can't record that. Everybody will go, you're just ripping off Paranoid. Communication breakdown. Fuck off, Giza. It's a fucking great riff. Yeah, but it's not your riff, is it, Tony? <laughs> Fuck off, geezer. So give me them fucking lyrics. Finish with my fucking woman. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> and uh, why doesn't it say paranoid in the chorus? I don't fucking know. Mm. So um, Geezer literally said, he said to me, he said, we can't do that song. 
because everyone will say it's communication yeah. breakdown. And then and Gita and goes, then, guess who was wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it ever since. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, we follow them up to the stage. And these armed guys are like, out of the way, get out of the way. Yeah, and Wall's coming through. <laughs> <laughs> but all day, seriously, you know, Dylan, Keith Richards, Jack Nicholson, no fuss whatsoever. But here's, it was spooky, John. Literally, as he walked up to the stage, and, I, and backstage, I had been there a fair bit in the afternoon. Whoever was on stage, it didn't make a ripple. People just got on with what they were doing, you know. And, and there were monitors, and you could, if you wanted to buy a T-shirt, there would be monitors. They were fucking furiously selling everything, hot dogs, whatever, you know. And it all stopped. Everything stopped. Everything. It was weird. And we walked up, and people literally just, the sea parted so they could get through. And they walked on stage, and the fucking crowd went insane. Yeah. And, uh, and I'd stood in the same spot to watch Sabbath, and it was not the same. No. It was good. Well, but, 10 o'clock in no. the morning. <laughs> and, and they were uh, playing Children of the Grave. <laughs> right, yeah. And uh, it, it was one of the most extraordinary personal experiences I've ever had because I just I kept looking around and everybody stopped. Everybody wanted to see. And, uh, and they did the three songs. But what do they... So Phil Collins had just played... We can see. Yeah, so I, I don't. Rem- I don't remember no, that. So, but he must have stayed on stage and jumped on the drums with Tony Thompson. They had two drummers. They didn't introduce him. Then they didn't say, "And now Phil." Or something. I wasn't the. You're the. You were the one who was there. But Paige said. Well, anyway, last week or the other week, whenever it was, Paige said, the first song they played was "Rock and Roll." Yeah. And, pa- I mean, it was the song called "Rock and Roll." I'm not saying. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's just rock. Been and roll. a long time. Been a long time. time been a long, 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 long Robert did the whole PJ Proby Elvis 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 Um, he did all that but and uh, Paige said Phil Collins couldn't play rock and roll he didn't know it and that is that what Paige said yeah and ruined no no leave your phone alone well I said to you last week we should talk about that you've not bothered to look it up no right (laughs) I was too busy listening to <laughs> fucking Tom Sawyer and yeah, moving yeah. dick pictures or whatever it's called. Yeah. Posting <laughs> dick pics or their, their famous unreleased track by Rush. So, um, uh, well. I, but that, so, that so is, to I your you memory, what, Phil Collins didn't mess it up at all. I don't it was think good. he was there, actually, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> now, I'll tell you why I think that's weird. Is because, because and Jim, as Jimmy once told me, rock and roll came about because Bonzo was, they were trying to do four sticks or something complicated, and Bonzo's all fucking fed up with that. So he starts playing, um, I hear you knocking, but you can't come in, little mm. Richard. And it begins. Oh, it does, yeah. And then, and then Paige goes, or however it goes. Doesn't fucking go. You're like Phil Collins. You never fucking heard it. You'd think Phil might have known that. Hear a knocking, Phil. Oh, thing, now I get it. But in the end, in the end, I mean, whisper it. But it's only drumming, isn't it? I mean, you just you just keep up with what? the beat, don't you? you oh, just, uh, well, you see, so yeah, it's like you keep up with the beat. Just, you know, rock and roll. You know, I wish Bonzo was here now to offer you a sturdy repast. In fact, been a long time, been a long time, been a long since a rock and roll. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> yeah, it's only drumming. That's him there. So, but you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> you know what I mean. It's only I don't know what you it, mean. But he's got Tony Thompson there. Right, who presumably, do, who presumably does know rock and roll. Yeah, who doesn't? And who doesn't? And then, and then, so all you've got to do is look over at Tony. Oh, oh, it's it's in two four time, or it's in is four it? four time. Two well, whatever, four. Well, whatever the it fuck is. is two four. Well, I don't know. It's a time signature, isn't it? But it's, I don't know. But is that it's what like Rush Phil Collins? Tom well, Sawyer. Two, oh, let me tell four. you this: one of the most famous sections of one four. of the most famous Genesis songs, "Supper's Ready," is called the. 
a section of Supper's Ready is called Apocalypse in 9-8. And it's called Apocalypse in 9-8 because it's in 9-8 time, wow. which is an incredibly unusual time signature. Mm. You might recognise that time signature from Marillion's Grendel, which mysteriously also seems to employ it at some point. I don't know where they got it from. Well, Grendel was originally I don't know where they got it from. It was Supper's Eaten. Yeah, yeah, Supper's Supper's finished. over. Supper's finished, yeah. Can I have a cup of tea? Or a, or a, you know, Vianetta Slice or something. That was originally called Angel We're Delight. Not Good Enough to mm. Do a Supper's Ready, so here's a, here's a light <laughs> snack. <laughs> so it's in Mick so Pointer, Phil Collins, Mick Pointer like, played the drums yeah, well, on that. One of the world's so, yeah, worst well, drummers. <laughs> so, so um, presumably Phil Collins, if he can play in 9-8 time, can handle ah, rock and now roll. This is, see, that this is the Lars Ulrich principle comes into play. See, Lars... For those first Stars. four Metallica albums, yeah. he could play. But but he couldn't just couldn't keep a fucking beat. There you go. You you have done more. You've done more just now than Lars did on the entire first four albums. Never sat behind a drum kit. Really? No, I have. Well, you're kind of a natural. I think I probably got natural rhythm. Natural talent. I'm like, I'm like for 9-8 time I'm for like sure. Prince. <laughs> You're like Ringo Starr, who, who, who Paul McCartney said wasn't even the yeah, best drummer yeah, in the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ringo but, Starr quit because he was so fed up with McCartney showing him how to play the drums. <laughs> let's not talk about the Beatles though, because uh, no, because talk, Rush are far well, they more. Are, to me, they are. Course, yeah, I but, know to you. But, but also, that's so, like so saying the rest to of me. So the rest of Led Zeppelin's set. Can you remember the other two songs they played? Stay away to heaven. Obviously, whole lot of love. Yes, correct, but not in that order. They played whole no, lot of love well, no. first. Rock and roll, whole lot, and end with yeah, Stay Away. Right, could have but, come but, up with but that. Page didn't. What Page didn't say was. Phil messed up Stairway to Heaven. And you would have thought if he was going to mess up a song, that's the one you would have messed up. You would have thought Jimmy might say something like, I kind of messed a lot of shit up as well. <laughs> it's all there, mate, on YouTube. It, it's on the, you can watch it. Like you can watch it yourself back. Yeah. If you look really closely at the side of the stage, you, you see, see little, li you see John, as, as Robert called him, little Mick Wall at the side see, of the stage. You see, John, in the actuality... Yeah, Zeppelin. The very essence of Zeppelin Live was improvisation and spontaneity, yeah. and that meant that sometimes it didn't always go. Smoothly. Didn't work out, and also they did have to get off so that Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young could come. <laughs> I on. thought you said they were already on. In no, the no, no. They played. They played after that, and then you know it was after Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, and after Led Zeppelin. Duran, Duran. Fuck yeah. off. Who Get the this, fuck. Who put this bill together? Okay, let's have a guess at their classic Save the Children. It's, yeah. I'm going to tell you what they were. What, what Duran, Duran played? Yeah. Uh, don't tell me, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Um, Rio? No. Okay. Uh, did they have any other hits? Um, <laughs> please, please tell me now. Is there something? Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. they did. That was the reflex, wasn't it? Was that the reflex? No, no. The reflex. reflex. Flex, 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 yeah. flex. They played. They played a view to a kill, which presumably the James Bond film Terrible had just come out. Fucking song. Um, a view to a kill. Yeah. There's one worse singer than Ozzy. It's Simon yeah. Le Bon. Union of the Snake. Oh fuck off. Save a prayer. Don't say oh, yeah, a prayer that. for me now. Mm. And then the reflex. And then they were followed by Patty Labelle. I mean, then Fucking hall, hell, what time did Zeppelin come then on? Then Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates? <laughs> yeah, Hall and Oates were massive in America. No, I know, but after Zeppelin. Yes. What time and did then, Zeppelin oh, come then, on? Then we're getting to the big climate. Imagine this, you've sat through all of that. This is the end of Live Aid in Philadelphia. Presumably you did not sit through it. No, you followed. Me and, me and Ozzy are in the limo followed, going to New yeah, York. Yeah. We were. Because yeah. it was Mick Jagger and Tina Turner. Oh, followed then at 22.39 by Bob Dylan, Keith Richards and Ronnie Wood. Doing a 20-minute version the, of Blowing in the Wind. No, slurring their way through the Ballad of Hollis Brown. Fuck That's me. the one everyone was waiting to hear, wasn't it? <laughs> After a fucking day. Uh, you, you were waiting to hear that. I hope he plays yeah. the Ballad of Hollis Brown. Yeah, I really Brown. hope I just that. hope. I mean, I mean, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed Bob's going to do oh, that Oh, mate, is he doing and, it? I'd recognise do, uh, those opening <laughs> chords anywhere. And do that thing where he won't tell anyone else what key he's going to play it in. <laughs> or sing it in. Yeah, or sing it in. Because he doesn't yeah. know. 
How does that one go, John? You're a big big Dylan guy. And then at 22.55, they all came on and did We Are The World, and that was it. But Ozzy had gone. You're telling me Ozzy didn't stay to do We Are The World. No, fuck no. We went back to the hotel. We were in a limo driving to New York, so we were going to stay in Philadelphia. And I remember uh, I got sat in the front with the driver (laughs) because clearly a prestige spot in the car. Prestige position. I know why now, because I was so drunk by then. <laughs> I was slurring my words and falling over, and Ozzy's on the wagon, and Sharon's like, yeah, that fucking, fucking guy. Yeah. And the next morning... You were, like, you were lucky, like Martin Chambers, you were lucky to get a fucking lift. I was, except yeah. oppo- I was sort of the, the anti-Martin Chambers, <laughs> in the sense that didn't they actually had anything. to drag me <laughs> out. Rather. I didn't so much dive out as fall Fell in, have yeah, yeah. to be carried out. Yeah. We stayed at the same hotel in New York, and the very next morning... Um, I went down and they said, oh, there's an envelope here from Sharon. I was oh, I opened it. And it was like something like we had to leave P- early. P45. We had to leave early. And, and she <laughs> left a couple of hundred dollars oh, in there. Oh, bless her. That yeah. was nice of her. Yeah. Because yeah. she but knew. You I'm thinking, oh, we had to leave yeah. early. Yeah, yeah, we're still in bed. We're still Don't in bed, yeah. fucking, fucking come annoying go and, us. Go and get breakfast. Mm. Is a couple of hundred. Yeah. Just fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, there was an awful lot of other news uh, well, I we'll wanted do that to go next through. One. We'll do that in the next podcast. Do that in the next one, shall we? Yeah. Do, yes, right. I'm not... So, so what we're was on the, the headline fucking, on we're on this the clock one. here. What we're was the, the headline on this Jimmy one? Jimmy Page said Phil Collins messed up Live Aid for yeah. him. And do you know what? 40 years later. And nearly. Nearly 40 years later. 36 in the actuality. <laughs> Six years later. Now, I, I, I'm with Jimmy on this one, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, because... And I look at Phil now. I mean, he's, you know, poor old chap. Has to do it all sitting down. He can't play drums anymore. Do you know Chester? Tom- you mentioned Chester Thompson a couple of pods ago. How I he did. used to come out and do the drum. Chester Thompson, uh, before Genesis, played drums with Frank Zappa. Yeah. We well, see the thing is, Phil said yeah, I with will- another drummer. There were two yeah. drummers, and Chester was one. Phil. So I guess he was used to playing with, with two, two drummers. drummers. But Phil, Phil's requirement was he said, "I will play drums with someone else, but they have to have the surname Thompson." Yeah. I won't. <laughs> I will not accept anyone else. And and Phil also added, and no jacket required. Yeah. Wait, wait, let's Ooh. finish on that because you won't get a better gag than that. Unless you happen to be listening to Tom fucking Sawyer. God help you. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How do I stop this, Fern? 